Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Friday night footy. We're here for it. Wow. First I forgot, time ever. I forgot it was Friday. It's Friday. Wow. Welcome to Fridays. This is our first ever Friday show. Yeah. Back chat podcast powered by Fleet Network. They're getting double now. Wow. Do we need to sort that out? They are nervous leases all over the country right <laughs> yeah, now. Right. Uh, for, yeah. Have we done a deal there? They get, Mate, I think this is getting double now. double Well lot. done. Well done to them. Thank you. Uh, they've been powering the podcast. So we back them in. A uh, couple of big things off the top where we're going to talk tipping. Yes. Because right? we've, we've got a comp that you've got to join, right? We're going to... AFL tipping. Weekly yes. prizes. Bigger than last year. Way bigger. Bigger. Huge. Huge. Bigger. Yeah, bigger. Definitely. We're going to talk about that soon. Very soon. When we're joined by our friend Hamish Bracewell. Hamish, he's on his way. Right? Um, Had to start early. Yeah. I'm calling a pre-season game. Pink, go to the pink concert. So Thought, you need to be there at time. <laughs> Everyone else is... My Uber that I've ordered is fifty dollars from where we are to six PR. It's yeah. a it's a four minute drive. Fifty dollars. That's, That's price gouging, as they call it. Talking about being on the road, and I know we've got some things to cover off on. Yeah, but yeah. Can I just have a little story? Go is, for is it. All right. Wait, wait. Like, before you do that, okay. let me just tell everyone we're going to talk to Dean Margetts, umpire. Dino. Yeah, he's coming on the show. Great. And we're also talking to Adam Child, Warney, as you may know. No him. one's ever called him Adam Child, <laughs> no. Warney, who've been on the podcast, yeah. uh, the uh, Fantasy Boys. Uh, the Dream Team lads, yep. uh, they are Dream Team talk lads, mm-hmm. uh, the traders. The traders. They've got a lot of, they've got a yep. lot of things they've known as. They're the kings of fantasy. Now's your time. Listen, because we're going to get in in before like the round starts, right? Yep. So The year? The year, yeah. Yes. Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> I don't know. Is that football. what they call it? Yes. 2024 starts <laughs> next uh, week. Yep. Uh, we'll speak to Warnie about fantasy teams. We've got tipping coming up. We've got Demar gets. Yep. Tell Talking about cars. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, just drove back from the Shelter Live show, which is a mm, bloody awesome. great event. Mm. If you missed it, bad luck. If you were there, great to see you. A lot of back chat fans there as well to Shelter Footycast. Yep. Fans, myself and Mark Reddings down at Shelter. Anyway, we drove back today. Mm. The drive took forever. Um, it's a long weekend over here in Perth if you're not here. So everyone's coming down to Perth. <laughs> I don't know what work? was going on. Okay. But I was very frustrated. Sun beaming in. Very mm. hot. Uh, we are in Nick's car. I was driving Nick because he's a shit driver. And so I drove him home. One of the all-time worst radio segments I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. At peak frustration levels, yep. I said, can we put some fucking talk back on? Mm-hmm. Because I am I cannot handle this anymore. AM or FM? You can guess the station. Okay, cool. Right? You can <laughs> guess the station. Yeah. Nick presses the button, yep. goes on, mm-hmm. right? And the first words that the host utters is, Give us a call, blah, 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 blah. Yep. What's your favorite rock formation? No, it wasn't. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's definitely the ABC. <laughs> it just, it was the ABC. It, 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 just, it just was rock bottom, if you want to talk about So rocks. that's the drive program? We, we, I was at high level frustration. I wanted to hear someone else's voice other than Nick's. Yep. And I copped, what's your favorite rock formation? What have you seen what driving around? Well, I don't know. Like wave rock? I would say like Airs rock. It was Uluru, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. That's about the only Stonehenge. Oh, do you know what Stonehenge? Do you know what's a huge letdown? Pyramids of Giza. The pinnacles. Pinnacles. <laughs> yeah. Are they, they locked? Are they tiny are, little rocks on I the see, sand. Are, People they are drive down. hours out there. Sorry, that's why I just need to get off my chest. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, I'm going to send I a know, message I to off. some of my friends at no. work there and say, "What are you guys doing? Favorite yes. rock formation?" I think I hear Hamish coming in as well. Okay, great. Um, we left the door ajar for him to walk in. Now, uh, tipping. Let's just let's get into that. Do we okay. need Hammer here for this? We do. We need Hammer here for this. Okay. Well. Let's well, talk we... to Dean Margetts, I believe. You want... have... Should we get Dean Margetts? Oh, is that what we're going to do first then? Yeah, we are going to do that. Nick, are we, are we close to getting Dean up? He's giving yeah. us a nod. Um, before we do that, we do that. We are doing a, We are going to... Donna. It's Friday. You right? Yeah, You're just right? not used to stop. Okay, so the run sheet that you've built that's on your lap. Yep. It, it, you've got it. Yeah. I reckon you've got it covered. Yeah, and it's got tipping in front of me. Right, so it's that's got why tipping. It's, it's and then we and need... Dear Margetts, he's not, he's not ready. Just before we went live, we yeah. said we need all three of us to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yes. and I thought Hammer was here. Um, I'm going to... Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm going to give you a sliding doors moment because we're going to fill some time until we get to him, I guess, ready. Okay. I saw this. How do you like this? So this is an if then then. You know they write this on oh, Damien Barrett. Yeah, De Barrett. This is this one. So this is about Brisbane. If the Lions were to have stopped the red time goals kicked by Collingwood in last year's Toyota AFL Grand Final, please don't tell me then they would have won it. And also properly been awarded that free kick inside the final minute and not been forced to take an advantage in whatever those things are called, which was actually a disadvantage. How then, long is this thing? Then they probably would have been premiers. <laughs> I'll give you one. I'll yeah, give right. you one. Yeah, go. If yep. the West Coast Eagles mm-hmm. didn't have an injury to every one of their players, yep. uh, had a game plan that stood up against final sides, yep. managed to score in games of football, mm-hmm. win more games, yep. uh, not have to cull their entire football club. Could defend. Could defend yep. against the turnover. Then... They might have played finals last year. Might have. There you go. <laughs> I reckon well, we need to speak to someone because you and I are losing our minds here. Uh, we're very, very lucky. Friday, and and we're, we we have a lot of friends of the family here at Backshot, and this man is one of them. 100%. First umpire we, um, uh, first umpire we interviewed here at Backchat. Correct. Uh, gave us our thoughts, his feelings, uh, gave his, his thoughts, his feelings, and he's here to do it again. He's going to be joining us regularly on the Backchat podcast. Dean Bloody Mar gets everybody. Dino. Hello, Dino. Bit of a bit of a round of applause. Hello, Dino. How are you, mate? Uh, he's frozen. He's now. frozen. He's got a bit of internet issues. What I like, so we're just looking at DM I guess at the moment. I love that he's got the um the glass panel windows behind him. <laughs> they look good. They look very nice. Very um, nice. And also that canvas of him and I, I presume his partner at the top there. Um, just looking over him at all times. Really love Correct. that. Correct. You're a little bit frozen, Dino. You might be able to. You might have to jump off your your Wi-Fi or your dial-up. I'm not sure what you're using you, over there. You might still be using Dodo dial-up. Can't hear me? We can oh, hear you. We just can barely see you. But that's, that's okay. okay. That's fine. We can hear you perfectly. How are you, Dean? How's the summer treated you, mate? That's good. I've had another pre-season, Wilbur. But I'm disappointed that you got the goat in the other week instead of the abandoned Dean Margetts. That hurt a lot. What, did it hurt? I mean, we're giving more love to the umpires. I thought that might have made you happy, Dean. Yeah, yeah. But I think I got the umpire love rolling when we when we came on the program, what, 18 months ago? The ball started, the momentum was created. So, no, nah, I'm pleased that Brett was on the show. It was a good interview. That is correct. Now, I was flipping my way through the uh, 2024 um, uh, season guide. It's mm. full of stats. And I was in the umpire section. Great. I, I was calling Brett the GOAT because he's umpired the most games. Yeah. But Matty Stevick, Dino, he has mm. umpired about 50 grand finals in a row. And he's umpired the most grand finals. Is that correct? Correct, correct. He's done 10 or 11 now. Right, 10 or 11. He's done that's it, and, he, and he's done them in the last, like, 15 years. Yeah, he went back to back to back. That's pretty impressive. That's, that's like, how, could you equate that to, like, an AFL uh, player, Dean? Like, what, what sort of levels are we talking, Stevie? Uh, yeah, it's like Dustin Martin, isn't it? Like, multiple Yep. Premiership player multiple times. Best and fairest multiple. That's sort of era. There you go. Dusty Martin equivalent. As a, now, I think we just need um, Razor Ray. Do we get Razor Ray on? Is that like as a third on no. the third guy? No, she... Razor doesn't be- meet the caliber at the doesn't? moment. Doesn't? Okay. Um, now, Dino, we've pretty got you on. We've got some pretty dodgy. Uh, we've got a bit of a dodgy line, mate, so we're going to do our best. But, um, Dino, uh, there's been some umpiring, uh, some, some rule changes mm. this year, specifically uh, around contact to the head and protecting players in that regard, um, around the Braden Maynard you know, type issue. Uh, there's some, some ruck differences with what's going on there. Uh, you're no longer allowed to whistle from the bench. Um, have you seen these changes? What are your thoughts on them? Can you give us a bit of a wrap? 
I have. Not sure about the wheeling. How are you going to measure the wheeling? If it's a crowd person or a person event, that might be difficult. Um, we're going to have to cut you, Dino, because yeah. the lines. I'm going to yep. let Nick, our producer, speak to you for a little bit. Um, your line's completely butchered. Because I really want to hear these Correct. things. And so I we, don't might, to... we might get Dana on a little we bit. We're going to see if we can clean up it. the line. Nick's going to have a chat to you. Uh, we might welcome him back on. Yep. It did sound like he was in some sort of subterranean uh, aquarium of some description. You know what? Maybe those glass panels were like the windows of like the base of a cruise line or something. Right. Maybe it was under the sea. <laughs> Is that what we're thinking? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, under the sea. So, we, saw... so we went over for Fox Footy, right, mm. um, during the week. Yeah. Um, and Laura Kane spoke to us uh, as a as sort of a whole department of, of commentators, special comment, uh, comments, guys, guys and girls. And she spoke about some of these rule changes. Mm. And um, the, the biggest thing I took away from, from her, and she was really impressive about how she, she answered all questions. It started getting a bit heated with a few things as really? well. Um, just not, not, not heated, I suppose, but the people were pressing her. There was yeah, like yeah. quite a few smart minds in there and how that was all operating. Yeah. The biggest one the AFL are trying to do, I believe, is to stop the players getting hurt. Yep. Okay. So, so well, no, no. Yep. Okay. I, like, I really think that that's almost impossible to do. I think it's impossible to play a physical contact game and stop players from getting hurt. Uh, like, I, I don't think you can have that as your motivator, but it does sound like that is the motivator. The reason being um, action v outcome and action um, that. Uh, may or may not hurt somebody. It might. It, it might. You might get a head. You might get a hip. You might get a body. The exact same action might not hurt somebody, and they don't get suspended. I don't think. I don't think we're going about the right way. Mm. In fact, I spoke to a few people over about it, and my idea was: yes, the NFL has changed the way they've played the game. They used to have safeties absolutely sniping blokes from a million miles away. They started finding the absolute pants off the players. Right, like a uh, hundred thousand dollars for for an action like uh, we saw from Sam Pepper. Right, so they um, wouldn't suspend them. No suspensions. It would lead to suspensions, but the fines were significant. And yeah, you couldn't, right. So you couldn't you couldn't find a player $100,000. Like I'd be paying money to be playing in the <laughs> AFL in my last couple of years at a hundred grand. But if you could do, like right now, uh, you know, a Malay might cost you three, $4,000. Oh, I reckon if you, if you, for an action, if you got fined $20,000, I reckon that'd stop you. I reckon there's a lot of players running around out there on game day that $20,000 would pull them up. Whereas yep. I don't know if two or three weeks does. You still get paid. You still get in their training. Yes, you let your team down. But I don't know if the suspension stuff works that way. I'd like to see a massive fines increase. And I know players will hate that. But I reckon it would stop them doing it, which is what the AFL wants to do. Isn't the argument, though, like that if you put in these heavy suspensions, like players just won't go in as hard or whatever, like, isn't that the thing that people think if the, if you penalise it too harshly, then, well, well, then guys happening. just won't tackle? Well, that's that's well, yeah. that's what's going on. Like the, you know, right. the AFL can't continue to have players injured, and they need to look after them. So we're going to see that. It's whether or not punters like you can go to the footy and not complain about not being like the old days. Because we're going to we're going to have to accept that. Was this, you always complain? Well, I complain about my team. But I don't like. I don't. Whatever. <laughs> with with um with you going over with all the fox guys, obviously there's a lot of old boys in there that you know played footy a long time ago. Back in my day, we used to you know rip people's heads off. Were those the, were those the ones that were a bit more like? So there was a discussion around the bounce, like taking the bounce yeah, away, right. which I want to ask Dino about because yep. I think he was in favour of removing it. Yeah, the right. Last time we spoke about. Yeah. So there was a big debate about that, and then there was a debate about uh, Brownlow Medal voting and whether the umpires should get stats. Oh yes, okay. and, uh, and I was like. I was sort of sitting there like, what are, what are we doing? Like, can we talk about some... Because like, like, there's no there's no decision-making. Well, there. the thing with the Brownlow medal, with with stats to umpires, like, it's the Brownlow medal. That's how it's done. If you give them stats, then it's like the MVP award, or like which is voted by the players, they get stats. Or the coaches award, there's not really any difference. The difference between the Brownlow medal and the coaches award, yes, coaches versus umpires, mm. but coaches award it on the Monday after. They don't give it straight after the game. They get a bit of time to sit around and give their votes, yep. uh, whereas the umpires don't. That's the difference. And, yeah. and that's why it's it is what it is. That's just what the Brownlow is. Why do we want to change it? Yeah, they got to stop changing things like that. Just embrace it. It's Correct. always it's never going to be perfect. But then they'll change it to something else, and then there'll be a problem with that, and then they'll keep changing things. Um, who, who else was there? Give us some of the big names that you went over and sort of rubbing shoulders with. Uh, so there was, it was actually quite funny because I because of some of my action on Twitter and, and X uh, in the last six months, mm. I I do stuff and then I chuckle away. But then I think, oh, like running into them. I I wouldn't feel awkward because I'm like oh it's like, 
But so like Nathan Buckley, for instance, like we did that piece last yeah, year to camera. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes you win. Yep. Sometimes you don't. Yep. Sometimes you get it right. Yep. Sometimes you get it wrong. Yep. Dom Sheik from the boundary, right? When I was whispering <laughs> to the camera. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah. Anyway, so I went, I was like, hello, mate. What's going on? Had a great chat to Bucks. Really? Nathan Buckley. Yeah, he's a great fella. Never met him before. Can we have him on a back chat? Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Confirmed. Right. Uh, Jason Dunstall, yep. Derek Raritan. Um, had a very long chat to Jack Rewalt around the Tasmanian situation. Oh, of course, the Tassie, Tassie Salmon's. Yeah. Oh, he's like the he's like the guy. Yeah, the ambassador, the ambassador or something. Yeah. So he's doing a bit of that. He says like they'll be, you know, moving towards a release this month. Did you get very 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 tight lipped on the Tassie Salmon's? Really, I, I put it straight to him, and he and he was held to secrecy. Gee, but then I I should have taken a sticker for him. I, oh. Here you go, <laughs> yeah. mate. Put some. I roll. Could have taken a whole roll for him. Right. I did hear a rumor though that he was like he was chatting to people over at the um Fox Footy event and he was doing that thing with his hands where he like makes a little fish and he was like swimming towards people and like winking at them. So maybe that was an indication that the salmons are coming. Fuck you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, you're good. Footy's pretty much back though, which yeah, I'm it's good. pretty bloody happy about. We were watching it before and it's just that it's just amazing. Footy's like, it's back. really bad footy. But it's pre season footy. Matter. Okay. That's yep. fine. There's some bad shit going on. I will say that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think we should focus today on the show a little bit about some goal kicking, right? Yes. So, so I was watching the game last night. It was Carlton v. Can't even remember. And our good friend Harry Mackay was there. Yep. Now, I want to be very clear here. This mm-hmm. is not a crack at Harry Mackay. This is no. a, a crack at goal kickers. Yeah. He's copped it enough however, from other people. We're however, Harry, people. Harry is having some struggles still. Yes. He's worked pretty hard over the off-season. Okay. I think you've got some quotes in front of you. I do, yeah. It says, I think being really clear on where your spots are, where to kick a drop punt or snap from, is something I've tried to solidify a bit more over the off-season. So, so that's good. He and Charlie Curnow um, have this weird sort of setup where they're snapping from literally everywhere. Charlie Curnow took one on the top of the goal square uh, last night. Did he snap it? He snapped it on his opposite foot from 12 metres out. Why? He stood there and said, mate, that, that's his routine. Okay. Yeah, that's his routine. Works, so, so these guys, they, they clearly have discussions and mm-hmm. they're clear, this is where I'm going to snap from. This is where I'm going to kick from. Yeah, okay. But they're just, okay, so again, their spot sorted. And then he also says, I think that um, knowing what to kick from each spot alleviates any decision on the ground with the emotion of the game if you're pretty clear. So it's the mental side of, th- of things there with that. He's already like, it's predetermined. He doesn't have to think about it too much. These are all quotes from yeah. Harry McCoy, right? There's Harry so Con- many things that can happen on game day, like emotion, fatigue, yep. crowd energy, and whatever it is. Again, not a cricket Harry McCoy, no. but some of the kicks that are coming off his boot okay. and others in the competition, yep. forwards, right? Yes. Forwards. I don't understand how they are physically happening. Like they are going at right angles. Okay. We're not talking about missing a goal, mm-hmm. right? Forwards. They miss goals. They miss goals, right? We, we know they game. don't win premierships. Yep. Right? They just sell memberships. They sell memberships. Some of these right angled kicks that are going on in the preseason are mm-hmm. absolutely disgraceful and they will continue in the season. And I don't know how it happens. So all that stuff's right with Harry Mackay. Yep. But not once. Like if you scour the internet, please send it in if you can find it. I never in my life would have kicked a right right angled kick like some of these guys are doing. I don't understand how they're doing it. Hamish, Hamish Brayshaw, everybody. Welcome. Come in, buddy. Uh, okay, He's very good. walked in with another roller sticker. Yeah, go sit down, mate. Come and sit down, big fella. Very good. Welcome, Hey, guys. Hamish. Thanks for coming. We're, to- we're talking Sorry, goal kicking and angles Welcome. from goal kicking. I don't know how some of these guys are butchering it the way they are. Is what one point was, Hamish. I don't can, know if you've seen some of them. Yeah, I, saw, look, I saw Harry McKay's. Yeah, well, yeah, we, Harry, we, we this one today. This was just before. This is Matt Guelphie's. Um, Matty Guelphie. Good Matty looking Guelphie. man. Yeah. Stunner. Oh. No, that's not Matty Guelphie. That is that's a pretty a good absolutely kick. great party <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> this Matty. will be uh, video four, Jules. This will be video four. Um, Have a look what? at this one, Hammer. See this one? Did he just try a banana? He tried a banana from the top of the goal square. What? The Harry McKay, which is video three. That's, yep. um, uh, yeah, that's I bad. didn't realize we had a video of this. Have a look at this Harry McKay video that I was playing before. Watch this. That's the problem range Ooh. for him. 30 to 50 from goal. The problem range for him. He's straight in front of goal and he's kicked out at right. 30 to 50 to goal and he's a full forward. He's a common medalist. What so, do you mean that's your problem? Mate? So, yeah. So, this is the thing. I, this is why I don't want to be too critical of Harry, even though that kick is absolutely awful. He's a common medalist. Yeah. Mm. Um, he can play. Forwards in general. <laughs> Is it, is it mental? I, I don't understand. This is, this is going to come like probably from a real punter's point of view, yeah, right? Man, love it. But oh, this is what this, this is, is actually what, what the people for. are here. Yeah. This, but this they're here for. If you put if you had if you gave the ball to Harry, right? 
and you ran 40 meters away and you said, yep, right here, Harry, I guarantee you'd kick it probably within a couple of meters. Yeah, he's not missing you by that much. No, so why why don't goal kickers just pretend they're kicking just like, I know that's like, you know, aim for a target, aim for a thing. Like, they're not that inaccurate when they're kicking to a person. Why are they so inaccurate when they're trying to kick it? It's mental. It's mental. It's the pressure of kicking a goal. The same thing with free throws in basketball. Yes, that all the studies done on that about when the going gets tough and it's like in a playoff game the percentage drops and whatever it's like it's all between the ears. So Hammer, you don't know what's going on here, but we did try to chat to D Muggets just before. We've got D Muggets back on the line. Dino, oh, no right. video from no Dino, video. That's okay. but he's joining us live. Are you in some sort of underwater vessel, <laughs> Dino? What is happening? Can you hear me? Okay, you guys. Can, yes. Yes. Did you come up for air? I'm, what's happened? <laughs> I'm glad. No, I'm in the Swan Valley, mate. So I'm not in the probably the cleanest area. But I've moved to the daughter's bedroom and internet boxes, so it should be crystal clear now. Very good. You yeah. sound very, very good. Now, Dan, I was mentioning a few things while I was trying, trying to sort your lineup out. Um, there were some interesting conversations at the Fox Footy briefing that we had uh, during the week. One of them being around the Brownlow Medal voting: should umpires get stats oh. when they vote? What do you think about that? I hundred percent agree with what you said, um, Will. Uh, it's the umpire's award, it's the unique nature of the award. Um, it's, it, it, if it's stats award, do we just give three to the 43 disposals or the 16 marks or 10 goals? Is that the award? No, no, I, I agree with what you said. It's the same thing award for umpires. Um, we don't always get it probably right on every game, but I reckon there's not too many award winners who have won it who you say were um, not deserving. Um, not too dissimilar to our reigning Sandover medalist in the same room there, Hamish Brayshaw. Yeah, there thank you, is. Dino, mate. It's an umpire's <laughs> award, and uh, I'd happily take it every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Um, I thought you might. What about bouncing and throwing the ball up? I remember we asked you this on the back chat episode when we uh, had your guest chat. What's your thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, I've moved to. It's time to change. Um, I've always been a massive advocate of the bounce, but I saw some con- concerning stats with our waffle umpires, and we decided to make the big call last year to remove it and. I've seen umpires you know, almost um, become so much more freer in the decision-making. It's less stress, less anxious. Um, not one person that I spoke to last year, all the waffle games I saw, players, coaches, supporters, complained about it. Um, I'm sure Hamish can speak from a, yeah. a midfielder's point of view that they wouldn't have even noticed a difference. If it rained for 24 weeks and it's right up, no one would care. And quite frankly now, it's just evolved to our game and it just works. Um, I think it's sad that some people in the AFL who just like it, like it for themselves personally. They're not sort of maybe exploring the greater greaterness of the game, I suppose, and what it could do to umpires and less embarrassed and make better decision makers. So I think it's time well to get rid of the bounce. What what hammer? How, like you've done it both. Yeah, you've seen I, bounces, no bounces. I, to you, be honest, like you don't really notice a difference as a player. Well, you did because you've never won a sandover when they yeah, bounce yeah, the ball. When they bounce <laughs> the ball. Stop <laughs> the ball. Second when they bounce the ball. Nah, look, it's um, I, I just don't think it makes too much of a difference if the umpires don't necessarily have to focus on getting a bounce right. You can just throw it up. Not only does it give it, it just gives consistency with what's happening. It doesn't like you don't get recall bounces. It doesn't interrupt the flow of the game. And realistically, like you know, what's the bounce do? You get a little bit of unpredictability in the center. Apart from that, that's it. So for the sake of having a consistently flowing game and to take the pressure off umpires trying to learn what is it, you know, a bloody difficult sport to umpire. It's just it's it's a no-brainer to get rid of it. I think. Demar gets joining think, us on the floor. Yeah. yeah, keep going, Dedo. I think I think just on that, Will, is um, even like for training, like when Hamish goes to training at Perth, I mean, the coaches, they would never bounce the ball because they can't. But if they can throw it up, it just simulates training like it would be in game day. So when the umpires aren't there um, assisting with training, it, it's just an easier flow for clubs. It protects the integrity of time. We're not losing three, four, five, six seconds off the clock when it's a skewer bounce. So really, um, I think there's many fours for sort of um, getting rid of it versus keeping it now. Now, before we let you go, Dino, just the three rule changes I want your opinions on and maybe um, how, how that would be for umpires to adjudicate. Uh, the brain and Maynard, uh, you know, uh, protection of the yeah. head uh, sort of side of things. The stiff arm in the ruck, whether that's going to change ruck contests and how hard that'll be officiate for umpires. And yep. the whistling from the bench, whether you're not you've uh, <laughs> seen or heard that or know anything about that. Yeah, I'm not sure where that one came from. I've umpired for over 20 years, and I cannot remember ever hearing a whistle from the bench that actually affected play or a player's attention. Great. So I'll park that one. <laughs> Great, correct. <laughs> I heard I heard many things from the bench, and it wasn't whistling. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was go forth and multiply, I guess. So that's another story. Um, go forth uh, and multiply. Very good. <laughs> um, the ruck, the ruck one's an interesting one um, as far as the stiff arm. Provided you're looking at the ball, you can stiff arm your opponent. Um, look, the rationale apparently will is so that they can create some consistency with marking contests. I think what it's done now, it's just created another issue for the umpires to look at the player's eyes and head and 
is that what we want? I'm not so sure. I didn't think it was a big issue last year. I thought we umpired the ruck contest pretty well. So I'm sure in this sort of pre-season phase, we'll see how it plays out. But we'll all adjust like we always do. And the third one was obviously the um, Angus Brayshaw slash Brainerd Mater one where you sort of go up for the smother. And then obviously, unfortunately, in that situation, made head-high contact. Again, I don't think I've seen an incident like that in sort of 10 or 15 years. So I don't see we're going to see a massive plethora of it coming forward. But the good thing is, and I'm sure Hamish will agree that if we can protect the players' heads and the welfare of the player, um, that that's another good thing for our game. Yeah, absolutely. Just a question, one one more on the, that ruck one, Dano. Yep. I imagine, so you can't fend off high, so you, you no. can't stiff arm and get him in the head. Does that just open, if a player's having to look at the ball and hold his arm straight, what happens if the other ruck just sort of ducks his head on purpose and makes contact with his hand? Uh, if he contributes, if he contributes to the contact, that would be play on. No different to in a normal general play situation. Yeah. Um, but like I say, we've got a coaches meeting with all the waffle clubs in a couple of weeks. We've got a whole heap of examples. So when you see it, you'll go, "Okay, I get it." But yeah. again, it just—it's just another layer for the umpires to worry about. Do we need to bring it in? I don't know. Maybe they all felt like there was enough changes last year, so we're going to put a couple in. Maybe. <laughs> um, I think our game's in pretty good state as far as the rules go, and it's played in a really great spirit, and it's going to be a really good product again in 2024. I'm sure of it. Dino gets, mate. Thank you for joining Thank you, us. We're going, be, we're, going be, we're going to be crossing the Dino a bit this mm. year. We need some clarification because clearly sometimes we have no idea what we're talking about. Never. Uh, paying Dino with cherry ripes. That's correct, Dean? Yep. Oh, that's I correct, love mate. cherry yep. ripes. Dino, that's my ripe. favourite chocolate yep. too, mate. Love right. it. So we've got exactly a box of those right. coming in for you, mate. We appreciate you joining yeah. us. We'll sort this video out and um, we'll speak to you in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I look forward to seeing the new studio. We might come out one day and have a sit down next year as well. Bloody Perfect. unreal. Yeah, there we go. Thank you, mate. Bye-bye. If you heard that and you thought... Oh, I've got so many questions about umpiring, and you, and you send, them send them in. Oh, yes. You send, send it. We'll ask, Dino, we might ask it if it's yeah, good. Yeah, Absolutely. Backchat double underscore on Instagram, or send us an email. Hello at backchatstudios.com.au. Tipping. Tipping. Hammer. Yes. You're here. So we hey, talk guys. About thanks. Sorry. No, that's fine, mate. You've got things to do. We started be early because Will's going to pink, and he's really excited about it. He's going to pink. It's okay to go to pink. Rio Port Adelaide. Oh, yeah, that's it. Sure. That's Whatever. A little bit, it's costing yeah. me $40 to so get there. That game's at like 7 Uber. o'clock, mate. So okay, what? very good. I'm going to call in a pink, okay? Shut up. Now, uh, <laughs> tipping. 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 Yeah. Yes. We forgot to talk about it properly on the show last week. Mm. Tipping is back. you got to sign up as a patron to play. Yes. How do you do that? You sign up as a patron, you're going to go in the link. Mm. Uh, on the bio, you can go to uh, backchatstudios.com.au yep. uh, forward slash backchatpodcast. You go to backchatpodcast.com.au, you sign can. up as a patron. So many ways. Sign yeah, up to the cage. Cost you five dollars a month. Nothing. Right? That is nothing. That five dollars a month. That's a coffee. If a month. you want to get better benefits, ten dollars a month. If you want to get the best benefits, twenty dollars a month. The full backs. Right? We, we love the full backs. Half back, full backs and back pockets. Now, five dollars a month for your chance to win two hundred and fifty dollars a week. Stupid. Thank Ooh. you very, 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 very much. No, it's okay. a voucher. Okay, good. To where? Don't know yet. It's a venue. Understood. Could be the hippie club. Wow, great. I'll be, I'll probably, be, no, it's not the hippie club. Okay, it'd be nice. It's a venue in Perth. It's like a little bar card. $250 vouchers. Great. You say, there was $250 vouchers last last year. You said you gave more. Oh, yeah. well, and was that not a good prize? Dude, well, it was a great Sounds prize, like but I said, I said we'd we'll give, give you more. more. Yep. $250 a week for tipping. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, wow. the grand prize, ladies and gentlemen. A billion dollars. Last year it was two thousand dollars yeah. this year it is don't tell me two thousand one dollars not it? joking it absolutely <laughs> is never did not know that two thousand one dollars you can't <laughs> say we don't do better here at back chat of course yeah inflation though look in, in all <laughs> seriousness probably, probably less, less than inflation, inflation. <laughs> that's cash that's huge that's money that's two thousand and one dollars cash right mm. no whinges here <laughs> Sign up, get your stuff going. I've already yeah. done my tips for the whole year. We're tipping. So please, yes. Hammer, I was just about to say, what yeah. are you doing this year? Because we thought we'd sort of have a bit of fun this year, see how we go. Yep. So I tipping. Because we not, can't win. We can't we win. We can't win. I'm terrible at tipping. So what I do typically when I tip is I do the first couple of rounds and then give up, which this this format is brilliant for that. So Also because you, you you've had to tip West Coast every I've week. I've had to tip West Coast every <laughs> week, so I've just been out of it. But now I can tip. With oh, my head a bit more. You don't have to pick West Coast. I will now do all my tips before the season starts. Right. So wow. I'm going to go through every round until the end of the year and mm-hmm. just tip. You Good. can tip the whole way. Yeah, you yep. can tip I can the tip the entire yeah. way through, and I'm going to do that and you, see where I go. You're going to tip the favourite minus with one Ruffy, and you're going to tip the home team with one with one that's away so team. Your yes. home teams only. No, yep. no. So you get yeah, home teams only with one away team a week. You yes. get one away. And yep. your favourites only with one Ruffy every week. Who do you reckon goes better? Like 
Genuine. I'd say you're. No, I think. I think you're, I mean, no, the I odds think, say I do. No, I yeah. think you're going to go better. Really? Because there's a lot of games where it's like dollar a dollar eighty five and a dollar ninety five. So yes. you have to go the dollar eighty five. Yeah, but that's true. not like that's not clear cut favorite. I think okay. this is a brilliant social experiment. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the guy who won last year. Great stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think he signed up again. Jack. So someone needs to take him down. Was, was it Jack? Jack. Jack me off. Uh, <laughs> now Jack. If it was Jack. Jack Buckle. He. I think. Best player ever. I think he. <laughs> Did my sort of method, favourites mostly, and then yeah, tried to pick a roughie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So this you is a social on... experiment. We're going to yeah. find the best of the best here. Do you know what else I've just realised as well, which I'm stoked about? I could tip it the, in- the entire season ahead of time because I can literally just go through and tip all the home teams. I don't have to worry about doing it week by week and it being a thing that I forget to do. Now, nah, well, because you're going to have to tip one away team every week, and so you're going to wait to see. The other- Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so no, it'd be dumb for me to do it ahead it'd of time. It'd be terribly dumb. Sign up for Horrible. tipping, right? I've ever done. Sign up for tipping. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, sign up for tipping. Sign up for tipping. Yeah, you yes. got to sign up for tipping. $250 vouchers each and every week. $2,001 wow. Grand cash prize at the mm-hmm. end of the Phenomenal year. Phenomenal stuff. All thanks to Backchat Studios at this stage. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? You get you get to go in tipping, but you also get extra benefits. Early episodes, giveaways. No ads. Q&As. No ads. No ads. Yeah. So many other things and the chance to win prizes. Could we have yeah. any, anything better? No. I don't know. Nick's Matt is. Harris was his name. Matt Harris. Yeah, Matt yeah, Harris. Harris. Came from three back. That's three true. Three kicks down to win in the Oh, yeah. He overtook the, la- the winner. Right. Yeah, that's huge. That's that's North right. Melbourne. I wonder what he did with that money. Yeah. It's not my business to know, but... No, it isn't. It'd be nice to know. It'd be nice to know. If only um, we had a contact. Matt though. Harris is the son of my former GP back home. My childhood doctor. Is that right? Yeah, Andrew Harris, his name was, and his son's name's Matt. There, there you go. go. I don't think this. Person. I don't think Matt won. Okay. The Matt that I know won the tipping. Yeah. Sign up to Patreon. You Sign have to be a patron through the whole year to win. Yeah, that's good. That was the whole point of being. Hey, um, hey, Jules and Damo, Nick, the guys behind the cameras. I know we've messed with you guys around a little bit. We've gone to Dino, then we went not to Dino. We've done some videos out of order. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the NRL hammer because they're in Vegas at the moment. So that's, yeah, they are in Vegas. Just for those playing at home, that's video one, Jules. Um, they had five thousand dollars, thousand dollars. I'm thinking about money. Five thousand people at a fan day in in Vegas. Did they? That's huge. Did they? Did the Vegas fans? Really I don't know think what, it's a, holy shit. shit. <laughs> okay, I thought it wasn't a big deal. Who's okay. playing? Who's DJing? What is happening? That doesn't look like a fan day. That looks like a party. Yeah, that's a festival. That looks amazing. So there's forty thousand tickets sold for the for the game. So the, the NRL the just one. on a complete junket over to Vegas. Absolutely, just so yeah. we know, they've sent all of their like you know, um, it's like gather around. The guys are you know that it's like gather around. It's gather around in, in Adelaide. Yeah, and, and there's in, in Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> the city of churches versus the city of sins. So they've got four teams over there. Sin Manly Seagulls, one of those. Our men, our men on the ground. Hello, sport lads. Tom and Eddie. Uh, I've seen them over there. Junket, complete junket, having a great time, spending too much money, smoking cigars, shooting guns, everything you do in America, right? Yeah. It got me thinking. Mm. We should go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. <laughs> no. It got me thinking. Australia has done this. Like, there, there has been exhibition matches in other countries. Yeah, China. So I had Nick pull some of these ones here. Could you, can you see those, Dan? How oh, yes, are some yes. of these? Okay, here we go. So the first is exhibition match was played in Honolulu. Geelong v Melbourne, nineteen sixty three. Oh, that'd be fucking unreal. Hawaii, <laughs> yeah. that'd be so good. Like, and maybe no I one... can find that guy. Who give me the board shorts. Remember that guy, <laughs> yeah. Josh Battle. You've got my oh. board shorts, you dog. Patron, right. if you patrons, were, if you're yeah. not a patron, patrons, yeah. patron, that's true. Uh, Hammer, you missed out on this one. East Perth played Subi. Practice match. 
in Delhi, 1969. <laughs> Let's go to India. Right. Uh, 1972, Carlton did a world tour against the All-Stars. We don't know who the All-Stars yeah. is. Nick couldn't find out information. Singapore, Athens, and London. Wow. Now, this might be the weirdest one of all. West Coast placed not placed, played North Melbourne in Portland in front of 14,000. 14,000 is pretty good. We've a, seen London games. We've seen yep. games in China. We went through that. We got the flight yeah, through the stadium last year. Yeah, we got the flight through year. the stadium last year. That was funny. Where do you reckon we could actually take this? Like, I was thinking, like, junket-wise, like, where would, it, where would it be fun to go to? Miami. The Bahamas would be wicked. Miami. Like, imagine playing in Jamaica or something. Yeah, that Miami's would be good. Miami's got the... Oh, it's probably too hot in Miami, isn't it? Maybe. Well, it's probably got an indoor stadium. Miami. Sometimes it gets hot. You're playing it's 40 hot here. degrees here. It's 45 degrees right now. <laughs> it's true. It's really bloody hot. Um, yeah. Doing it in the West Indies and the Caribbean would be awesome. All right. I think oh, we're going to take a break. Yeah, real I'm, quick break. I, I'm going to be gone. You're going to be gone? Uh, yeah. Hammer, do you if play, we, you play if we quickly do it, if, if, if we quickly do the break, let's quickly do the break. Right, let's break. Right now. Warning. Let's go. Warning right, coming up. Dream Team. He's almost here. Fleet Network. If, if, you, if you don't know already and you would like to know, it'll save you money. Uh, it'll help your budget. And you can get things. one of the cars that you want to get and drive around. I don't like cars. I just need somewhere to get from point A to point B. Fleet Network can do that for you while saving you money if you are employed by anybody. Yep. That is a qualification you need. You need to be an employee. I'm one of those. You could be an employer and it could help you. But yep. employees, you go to Fleet Network, they sort your shit out, and then you get yourself a car. A no, brand new one. Yeah, you never ted yourself a lease and, and you're you, away. You literally, you just give it over to Frank and the boys. They handle it everything, with your employer. Everything. There's it's apps. Great. You put expenses through there. They pay you back your money. It's all inclusive. You pay one fee for the month. Uh, so, I don't know. You get down there. You get yourself an Isuzu um, car that I've got. It's fucking great. The D-Max. Like, yeah, the D-Max. Isuzu D-Max. You go, all right, here's your Isuzu D-Max. They say, here's the amount of money you need to pay a month. That's all we heard from you. That's all she wrote. There's the money. Drive away, there's no more car. to pay. Shit, shit. Well, there's some to pay. There's obviously more to pay. It's an ongoing lease. That's the whole point. <laughs> you know what, though? Last week, mm. I got Drive my Drive away, no more to pay until next month. <laughs> <laughs> to pay again. I got my car serviced. So idiot. I'm not with Fleet Network <laughs> yeah. right now. And I'm Just working towards getting a fleet service. Yes. When I got my car service, I, had to, I dropped it off to all that stuff. The guy was showing me all these forms. I was like, no, how much am I going to pay? He's like, doing the extra $45, yeah. the oil thing. I was yeah. like, man, I don't know anything yeah. about this. I should just be with Just Fleet bundle Network. it all in one cost exactly. and give it to me. But yeah, pay this. you got to pay this. So, how about you send some money here? Lesson learned. Lesson learned. I'm going to call Frank and the boys. Fleetnetwork.com.au to choose your next vehicle and leave the rest to their dedicated team of experts. Fleet Network, Novotating leases all over the place. Holy shit, it's warning from the traders. He joins us. Hello, mate. Oh, I've got no audio. Uh-huh. Hang on. He's got his AirPods on. We can't hear you. We did this last time with Jack Buckley. He yeah. looks perfect. Yeah, yes, yeah. Absolutely. Hello, mate. Are you yeah. in the middle of a draft right now? I am in the middle of a draft. It's uh, I've, I've got pick 11 in a 12-team draft, so it's at the other end at the moment, so I'm not too bad. I've got uh, a few minutes before I need to worry. Roy's on the clock at the... At the moment, he's got Roy. the turn. He somehow got pick one. He bloody does that. He uh, somehow ends up with pick one every single year. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, what are we? Pick 97, it's up to at the minute. So, um, yeah, I'm drafted okay, but, yeah, it's going to be a challenging year. This, this forward line is shocking this season. Now, Warnie, uh, you would remember, if mm. you're listening along, Warnie, Roy and Cal, boys of the Traders, yep. uh, Dream Team Talk, they joined us last year. A bunch of good lads Very good. from... Tasmania. Now, yes. Warnie, I'm sure you've been following along with what we're doing on the podcast. Obviously. But we've got some questions to put to you. I have to say goodbye. See you, mate. I'm, he's going. He's going to pink. He's going to pink tonight. I'm going to commentate the Freo Port game. I'm going to commentate the Freo Port game. I'll be watching fantasy players. You're going to tell these boys about the Tassie team. Warnie, great to see you. Cheers. Cheers, Warnie. Uh, Cheers. And, yeah, so, also so love going. Mac- Enjoy pink, the, mate. The Macbeth t-shirt. I haven't seen Macbeth in... in- in quite a while. That is a that's a throwback. Scoey's just started singing Funhouse as he's running down the, uh, the corridor there for everybody listening along. Uh, okay, Warney. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we we're talking about how the the Tassie team name is going to be released next week. As a Tassie man, do you have any intel for us? Like, have they sort of told their you know their fans ahead of no time? No intel, but okay. it has to be the Devils. I think it's all locked and loaded. Surely they um they need to go with the state yeah. colours and just lock in the Devils so, name because it's yeah. just simple. Okay. Look, Warney, I, I think we were in a grants that it was probably going to be the Devils, the only team that uh, it just clashes a bit with the Demons. So what we uh, did here was that we thought, let's go exclusive of the Devils. Not going to be the Devils, not going to be the Tigers. If it couldn't be those two, what else would it be? So as a Taswegian, if you were to <laughs> knock 
the devils out of it and had to pick something else that was synonymous to Tassie. What what what's the first thing that springs to your mind? Well, we've got the jack jumpers in the uh, in the basketball, which yep. a lot of people don't know. They're a bit of a native Tasmanian ant that we've got, but um, the turbo chooks. Don't know if you know much. Oh, oh that was just getting interesting. To the Tassie turbo chooks. The turbo chooks. Uh, we'll get Warney back on. I need to know what a turbo chook is, and that works. The Tassie turbo chooks. I mean, it's it's not a salmon. It's not, <laughs> and it's not a man. Oh, we're back. Okay, we still don't have audio. So That's while right. we're getting that audio back, Warney, the Tassie Turbo Chooks, mm. it rhymes, it works. I don't know what a Turbo Chook is, and we've lost him again. That's all right. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you know what? It's Friday, Hammer. Scoey and I started horribly on this show to be- I wasn't here. You, yeah, you weren't here. We couldn't speak because it's Friday. Technology's not working. Long weekend. That's all right. Um. Why don't we? Why don't we move on? A We're going to come back to Warney when Warney jumps back in. We'll move. We'll, we'll move Let's back move. to Warney. Um, I just wanted to ask. I'm still interested to see what a turbo chook is. That's right. Yeah. Well, I. Th- I do you, what do you think it is? Like, it's got to be t- a chicken. Like, I would say it's a ra- like a free range, un- oh. uncaged. Well, that's free range. <laughs> but like an un un. <laughs> no one's claimed it. It's a it's a rogue chicken, like a mustang for a horse. But the, the there's turbo a word chook. for that. What's the word? Um. It's a what like a word for wild it. like a wild a brumby yeah <laughs> a brumby is a wild yeah. horse yeah like a wild a, horse a turbo um, chook I think of it as a um, what was the like a roadrunner yeah potentially that, that could also be what it is yep um, I really want Warnie back because he's left us on the hook there um, as any as any good storyteller I was <laughs> drop the bomb yeah. and then just get out of there <laughs> they call him the dangler the, the juicy dangler oh wait, there's a, there's some phone sounds <laughs> we've got him on the phone I think. Uh, Warning, have we got you there on on the phone? Yeah, you got me on the phone. Hopefully that's working. Mate, that's, you've left yeah. us absolutely dangling yeah, there with what a turbo right. chook. I'm right there. Please, please what tell What is a turbo chook? Uh, so a turbo chook, pretty much it's like a little native hen, essentially, and um, they just have, they've got quads, like, that are massive. They are bigger quads than mine, I reckon, and they can just run. They're quick. They're everywhere around the state, so I rock into work every day, and they just bust across in front of you in the car park, so... Yeah, they, there's a bit of traction with it, actually. So a few um, well, the local radio stations made up some footy jumpers with them on there. So that could be what we have instead of uh, the Devils if that wasn't the thing. So Google them, have a look. A native pen, but we call them the Turbo Chooks. The Turbo Chooks. Well, yeah, I mean, it's funny that you guys made up footy jumpers for them. Uh, Dan and I did a similar thing. We, uh, we came up with our own Tasmanian team name. Mine was the Tassie Salmons, and Dan went with the Tassie Mountaineers. Uh, I'm not sure why. Apparently, there's lots of mountains down in Tassie. But uh, I thought the Tassie salmon's rung very true, and we came up with some. Uh, we put it to the back chat audience. We put it to our patrons, to our fans, and uh, Tassie salmon's was overwhelmingly the, the victor. Um, how would you feel if and when that decision gets passed? If it was the Tassie salmon's? Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. We love a bit of salmon down here, and it goes all right as long as it's not the trout. I don't know if you saw some of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've, we've, uh, said, we've, yeah. we've been made away. <laughs> To be like, just, <laughs> just, to, that. <laughs> just to protect your like opinion of us, we had no like we just like someone sent us in like the Tassie trouts. So we're like, yeah, that'd be funny. We had no idea. Yeah, we're too innocent about the video. Um, I'd seen it. <laughs> the the only good thing about the Tassie salmons, I obviously wasn't on board with that, but I am now. Um, is that the pink uniforms? Like that would be like, imagine twenty two guys running running out in pink. pink. No one's done it. It's out there. Sam- I like it. It could work. It could work. I think, um, yeah, pretty. It would be an interesting one, which is almost what the Jack Jumpers were like as well when that came in. I think everyone turned their nose up at that, but now that's a that's love a bit it. of a winner. Yeah, I love it. I think Mountaineers could also still get it. Um, Wani, you um, obviously people are, you do, you're doing your draft right now, and people have been going through this process over the last couple of weeks, and and next week the season starts. Can you, for anyone that hasn't drafted their team yet or are still in that process, um, I mean, you're very good at this. I. Th- Think. I mean, you've got a podcast about it, so I hope you're good at it. Um, any advice for people sort of in that process of this, themselves? I guess getting prepared at the moment. And um, I tell you what, you get a little bit of recency bias when you're watching a game of footy at the same time that you're drafting. Because <laughs> I just took myself a bit of uh, Andy McGrath, who's got 97 fantasy points at the time of <laughs> drafting. Yep. So I've just picked him. But he's, he's rounded out my defence, so I'm pretty happy with that. So I'm back on the clock again now, looking for a midfielder to... Uh, to finish off, and I might go, oh, the bloke that, I don't know if you've seen his latest profile pictures, um, 
But Matt Rowe, he actually starts looking like that goat that's eating the grass now. So he's oh. going to be in my midfield. So, yep. um, yeah, but what you need to do, get, get organised. I think you need to find these players towards um, the mid and the, the later end of your draft um, so that you can, yeah, you're just trying to find those little bargains. And these, a few blokes come out in these cracky games and all of that um, as you're going through that sort of step up. So, you know, today um, we saw that Nick Martin's dominating um, on the half back, he's a, mm. listed as a midfield only, and so you know he's going to pick up that dual position status as a defender, and he should end up being one of the top ten defenders in that role because the way he goes about it, like taking plenty of marks, he's um, got heaps there, and they just want the ball in his hands. Even just he can run too, as you Lovely. Western Australians would know. He just uh, runs and he's kicked a couple of snags as well. Yeah, West, he's a start now. West Coast I, I, apparently didn't know that. Yeah, West Coast didn't know that. Had him training on and thought, nah, this bloke's no good. Now. He's the best player in the comp. So two questions from my end for you, Warney. One, uh, is Harley Reid in your team and has he gone in the draft yet? Uh, so he hasn't gone in the draft. He's sitting there, but I think um, he will because he's got the forward status in fantasy, so right. which is nice. And hopefully he plays off that halfback because it's, it's almost a new more midfield time role if you're playing off the halfback. You can rack up a few extra stats. There's the old plus sixes with the mark and kick that you can get there. So he will go. Like he's going to probably I'm, I'm target him for my bench actually. But in the fantasy classic side, I think he's a must have. Like people got a little bit cold on him last week, but that was his first game against another club in the AFL. He's going to be fine, and I think he's um, going to be given every opportunity to play that sort of halfback but midfield role as well. I think um, he's going to have time in the guts. I'm sure. Yeah, he, he definitely will, and he's going to be a, certainly a good player now. Mate, I've um I've never necessarily been too much into uh to fantasy. I've been try I try and get up and about for it here and there. If I was to do it this year, the traders would be uh, would be what I'd be listening to and where I'd be going. What would I be getting from it? What's 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 new for me this year? What am I expecting? Yeah, so it's an interesting year this year because we've got that opening round. So fantasy won't start until the week after. So we get a little bit of a free look almost at some of these players in that opening round. So the content over the next week or so should help you build your side and. I think we um, we started in December, so we've talked about a truckload of names, and um, and probably our minds been changed a little bit with some of our players as we've gone over the time. But um, yeah, I think it's trying to find these key players. Like we sort of broke the news on our podcast with um, we had Sam Flanders from Gold Coast on there, and he was sort of the first ones to really drop that Alex Sexton's playing in the half back line. So like I mentioned there, that he's um, one of those. Um, one of those players that we like in the half-back line. He's been a forward or even a small forward for most of his career and been pretty ordinary at fantasy. But he went back there, tunned up in um, the other night in their cracky game. So he's someone that will be he will be locking locking in because like he had a truckload. I think he had 30 touches or something like that. And so that's what you want. And fantasy is all about pretty much racking the stats up and... You know, there's that other game, Supercoach, where it rewards better players, apparently, but we just want ball pigs. We just want blokes that yeah. are getting the ball in their hand in fantasy footy, and that's what it's all about. We don't think, um, you know, Tom Mitchell or James Swan have been the greatest players of all time, but there's the blokes that have had those massive uh, fantasy averages in the past and have been those walk-up players for us with the captains, and that's an important part of the game too because you want those blokes that are pigging out and you get the double points from as you skip up. Very good. That's a lot of info, and I reckon I've tried fantasy myself but I feel like if I was going to, I'd literally just listen to the pod. Did you start a Patreon as well? Yeah, we did. So we started that up uh, last year. It's going pretty well. It's pretty fun. So, um, yeah, trying to reach the heights of you guys. But um, a lot of people are pretty dedicated with it, and they – they love the love the content, and we, you know, we've got a great following. We we get over to WA. Looking forward to getting back over there in April, actually. Definitely. So, going to do a bit of a show at the Campfield again, and we sold that out last year. So, hopefully, we can do the same great. this year and um, just drink a heap of piss with a bunch of legends because WA is our um, the fantasy capital of Australia. They is all it? love it, is and it really? we yeah, love yeah. getting there. Great. Now, um, that's so good, mate. One one last one for me. Yeah. Uh, what what's the team name? What's your team name? Ah, oh, see, my team name's the Warn Dog, so nickname Warnie, <laughs> and just uh, wanted to have some sort of monkey next to it. The Warn Dogs, D A W G S. So I think oh, I'm some yeah, sort of gangster, respect, yeah. respect yeah. gangster rapper or something like that. I don't know if that you, works because I made look, that about twenty years ago. Yeah, you yeah. do look like a Warn Dog. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this, Warnie. Um, I saw something today. Kevin Sheedy was saying that he doesn't think the Tassie team will be the nineteenth team. Um, and that he thinks potentially the better option is Newcastle. Any last thoughts on that? Uh, nah, we're locked in, aren't we? I don't <laughs> think uh, we need another New South Wales team, which um, obviously the Giants were bloody going to ride on the field, but 
geez, you look at it, what we need is our Tassie team. I reckon a third team in WA is where we'd be going for yep. for our 20th team. Yeah, I'd love that. Absolutely. All right, Warnie, thank you so much, mate. Um, good luck with your draft. Hope, hopefully you win. Um, do you have a punishment for last plays? We don't. We need to. But the okay. one I want to put up there is the um, – I like it a lot. Like going to an open mic night and the loser has to go and do a five-minute um, comedy good. session. So I reckon that would be a good one because I reckon the entertainment you get from the other 11 blokes in your league would be absolutely yep, priceless. that would be humour. Well, I mean, another option is obviously SCOE, uh, SCOE style, just a nude lap around Optus. Um, doesn't need yep, to be to Optus. It. can be wherever you want. But uh, there's always a couple of options there for the last player. Actually, that was one thing I sadly had to do for our Patreon. I had to do a lap of uh, Utah Stadium with the, uh, with the gear off. And uh, yep. in Tasmania, she gets pretty cold in July. Yeah, yeah well, certainly, especially if the salmon start biting. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you Warnie thanks good luck, good luck with your draft and we'll chat to you soon mate thanks mate thanks legend see ya Warnie there you go what a legend that's right you can tap away you said it we read it if it's good if it's good we did say that we were going to get rid of this segment and yep. it's been now what like six episodes into the year or something like that and I think we've just done it every week they've come sizzling in <laughs> we've actually done it we've done it twice in one week because we did oh, it on yeah, Monday, we did on Monday. so Friday. we're back we're back uh Look, I don't know if any of this is for Scoey, but he's not here, so I'm just going to go straight off the top here. I'll this... answer for Scoey if it's for Scoey. Great. This is from Cal. Uh, Cal. G'day, gents. Just wondering if you could elaborate a bit on what happens behind the scenes for an AFL preseason. Well, there you go. You can, you can answer this. I can elaborate. You mentioned in last week's episode, we have now entered into in-season routines. What's happening before that? Are teams training twice a day? Wait sessions? What extras would the boy be doing to be extremely jacked? There's a lot there. There's some more questions. There. Yeah. Why don't we start? Oh, oh this, will, this will be a quick breakdown. Mm-hmm. The preseason is from basically when you get back in last week of November yep. to about early Feb, I would say, mid to early Feb. You have that three-month period of three main sessions a week, and they're like you're getting 30Ks in a week. You do a couple of extra skill sessions a week. You're lifting weights three or four times a week. It is pretty much... You're on track five to six days of the week doing a heap of work. That's where you build your volume, you build your intensity. And then once you start in season, the training volume drops, but the game loads increase. So you're sitting at about the same volume, but the training drops and you just play a game. So it feels like you're doing less. You are doing pretty similar, yep. but you do the bulk of your work in the preseason to build your fitness. And then it all just scales back. So it just feels as a player, like you just crawl to the finish line. It's hot, especially in the middle of summer, you're stinking hot, you're bloody knackered. And then you get to in season and it's like, oh, now we start playing games. This is what the fun is. So that's that little flip. That's what you that's what you live for. And then this also says, what's the um uh, and for you, Hammer, how would it differ to a waffle preseason session? Um, yeah, the, this is tough and it's a difficult interesting one to sort of speak about. The waffle preseason versus an AFL preseason, you do oh, you're not there as much. You cram you're trying to cram everything into three nights a week, three hours. So it's yep. a bit more difficult. A lot of the time you have to do your gym sessions in and around work and at your own pace. Um, you're obviously not working to the intent and the volume's not as much. Um, but like they try and structure the sessions in a similar way. You do yep. a lot of running, you do a lot of ball work, and then you do match sim drills. You try and the 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 more that football goes on, you're trying to do that match sim stuff earlier into the preseason. So it it, it mirrors it in a sense. The same style of in preseason to in season, but we're trying to cram everything into three hours, three nights a week. Of course, and of course, now you left a bag of footy stuff here last week. Yeah. Um. Did Did you were you running around without shoes on or something? No, nah, I had my so I was running around. I was meant to do a running session, but I had to do it in boots because my runners were here. But I had my mouth guard luckily at training, so I was fine. Well, you, even with the running session, you chuck the mouth guard in. No, so I had my boots that I had to run. But like at training, oh, I, my right. mouth guard wasn't in my bag, so I didn't have to miss that one. Okay, Sometimes okay. you run with your mouth guard in. I remember really? Drew, <laughs> just goes. I don't. I remember Drew Petrie though when he came back for that waffle year in 2019. <laughs> yeah. The worst kept secret in the waffle. All of a sudden, Drew Petrie was back. He was working at West Coast, and sometimes the staff during lunch or whatever will just run laps around the oval just to keep fit. And <laughs> when the rumors started going around that Drew was coming back. You saw him start running around the mouth, running around the boundary with a mouth guard in, and it was like he was just doing four hundreds, getting used to wearing and running with a mouth guard again. Shit, it was funny. Did you? Um, I remember getting my first mouth guard when I was, I don't know, under under nines or something like that. Yeah, you know, they bring the people into the club, and there's a lady holding on to like a plastic thing, shoving it up. Is it the still? Is that how they? Yeah. Do it? So I actually got a mouth guard fitted last week. Did you? Uh, actually, no, earlier this week from uh, from Gobsmacked. It's Love uh, that. Rob, an old East Perth guy, work at Gobsmacked, so he's uh, he's fitted me with a mouth guard. But 
The very first one that I got was from the chemist. You throw it in a pot of boiling water, yeah, I remember it those. melts the gel, and you stick it in there yourself, and it just burns for the first two seconds, yeah. and then it sort of sits, and it's real Also, awkward. it never really molds to your teeth. Terrible. And then, <laughs> then like, over the years, you just fill the mouth, like, this guard out with this weird putty stuff, and you stick it in your mouth, and it's like, you should, oh, doing all that would have sounded terrible on the mic just then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, you just do that, and then it just sort of, like, you create this mouth guard from from your sort of indentations. But, yeah, the, uh, the technology's come a long way, but... Uh, yeah, I certainly wouldn't be running out there without one. That's for damn sure. I remember getting to pick the color because mm. I played for the Bombers and then I had like a half red, half black. Yeah. And it, it's just ball. I remember like the yeah. first time actually getting it. And yeah. I think I would have just been wearing it around the house, right? Yeah, just, oh, yeah so I good. had one of them. The Hanson Rovers, green and gold. That was dark. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. so good. I'm just all white now, just pure. Yeah, that's good. Do you get to choose colors? Yeah, that... I could have chosen different colors, but I was like, you just look like an idiot now. <laughs> I think as an adult with like yeah, the split. The split. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, that's back chat on a Friday. Yeah, it's, it's first time in history that that's ever. Oh, maybe early days. We maybe just randomly released one on a Friday when we forgot. Yeah, could but have done. F- first time on a Friday. Um, you've you try to break a record. Um, we can talk about this now because now it's out. You try to break a record on Thursday. Yeah, I try to break a record. The shaving cream and ping pong balls. If you haven't seen this, just search ham breaks on YouTube. Yeah. Um, we. Uh, what can you just explain what you had to do? So the record was the most amount of ping pong balls bounced off a wall into mm-hmm. like your head of a foam. crown of shaving foam in thirty seconds, and it was fourteen was the record. And like I was watching myself back on the f- video today, and I was just devastated. Mm-hmm. Like I got you were eight. On so I got early. eight. I think it was the third or the fourth one. I got eight in ten seconds. And yeah. then, like, I reckon six in a row just, like, hit this middle patch. And there was so much room to the sides. Yeah, I yeah. was just like, just fucking move your head, you idiot. Anyway, looking at that one back, it was gettable. I've, okay. uh, I've, I've got a, I got some something in the pipes for this one. Yeah. Well, this actually, is going to be an interesting one. We're just, going straight after this. Straight after this, we're about to do one. So we're I hope, about to, hope, yeah. yeah. I'm feeling confident. I didn't I'm know, feeling confident, When you told too. me what it was, I was like, okay, that seems really hard. And then I saw you the see, example. You see the video, and it's like, oh, my gosh, I could do that. Yeah, it Absolutely. feels like you could. Uh, before we wrap up, we've got a couple of finds. Let's hear the first one. Hopefully, they're not for Scoey. Fellas, $2 fine for Basil Zemplis. Fair enough. Mm. $1 for yelling in the mic so much. Another man. dollar for talking about Bruce McAvaney and Dennis Cometti more than himself. Keep fisting. Fair enough. Keep, keep fisting. Keep Respect. Fisting. We're in the Western yeah. Fisters. Yeah. Short My favorite shorts. Have st- you got the Aussie ones? Yeah, dude. I don't know if I... Are they as nice? They don't have pockets. Exact same. Oh. Thanks to ID Athletic made the Aussie ones as well, yep. who made our um, Western Fisters stuff. Exact same. No pockets. No pockets. That's that, was a, that was a decision based from, from Fistball, though. That wasn't ID Athletic. Hey, fellas. It's... Uh... Dick inspection here. Just finding Dan $2.78 for that. One time he brought up demerit points on the pod mm. in like the early stages. Like, come on, mate. You're the professional athlete in the group. You're representing Australia. Mm. You've got to set the standards for the two yeah. knuckleheads you're on the podcast with. Yep. I don't know what they're talking about. Like, yep. fuck. Anyway, time to turn on 2018 Grand Final Heights and have a wank every time Scoey does something good. Dick's going to hurt at, by the end. So, yeah, cheers. Christ Almighty. Yeah, okay. A couple of things about um, that. So, I love the fake names, but Dick Inspection. <laughs> it's just two words. Yeah. <laughs> um, just He mentioned the demerit points, though. I think episode four. Or yeah, five good on him. Chat. That's some real deep That's diving. real deep. So, yeah. me and Scully both called the like license center, yeah. and we did the process where it tells you how many demerit points you have been given. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he'd been given more than I had. I thought about it randomly actually last week. I don't think I've gotten, and I'm, I don't like saying this because I yep. feel like I'm on the verge of getting one, yep. but I don't think I've gotten a fine in the last three years. Yeah. And I think I currently sit on zero demerit points. Tell you what is really disappointing. <laughs> Not like two days ago I got flashed, Oh, but it was one, it's just, it's, they're sneaky. Mm-hmm. The cops, they do it well. I mean, it's their job, but geez, you know. Oh, was it a, a movable <clears throat> one? West Coast Highway. Yep. Traveling from the, inter- so. Crossed over Brighton Road. Yep. Before Hale Road, that turns from 60 to 70. Yes, it does. Anyway, it does. And there's like routinely cars parked on the left on the verge just for the houses there. Yep. And there was like a ute there, which I wasn't even looking at. Turns out there was a camera in the back of the ute. And I would have been like 100 meters from the 70. And I've just like sped up. There was no one on the road. I'm just thinking, Uh, yep, sweet. There's the 70. I'm going to speed up. And then flash. I'm like, I was doing 70. Yep. I can see the 70 sign. I was just devastated. That's that's bull, putting it so close to the sign. That's yep. entrapment. It is entrapment. You I mean, should write an email. Yeah. 
I probably won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if I send it, they might read it. If it if it's any good, it's good. Um, so yeah, we'll see where that one lands. Haven't got it yet. Haven't. Got, it was only two days ago. So okay. I'll 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 get back to us. Do, with that. do you reckon you've got demerit points in the bank? Well, I, d- I haven't. Yeah, I have. I've got all my demerit points. I okay, think. good. But I I definitely like I got flashed. Okay, I was the only person in the vicinity, so it was me, <laughs> <laughs> and I was doing seventy. There you go. That's our Friday backchat episode. Look, if you loved it, let us know. If you hated it, yeah, tell let us, us well, know because I love hearing that stuff. Uh, yeah. Backchat double underscore is where you find us on socials. Thanks to Fleet Network, of course, Paragon Podcast for twenty twenty four. Yeah, go on, overtake yourself at least. Of course, uh, Shelter Brewing Co, Mama Digital, Whippersnapper Whiskey. Uh, we've got some new stuff starting next week. So next week, uh, just quickly, four thirty. On YouTube, if you go to our YouTube page, you will see Backchat Live. It is coming out live on Mondays and Fridays, both at 4.30. We're very excited about it. Uh, It's it's an opportunity for you to listen right as we're recording it, but then we'll come out anyway, just like normal, uh, which is pretty cool. Also, tipping. You got to sign up as yeah, a patron. Yeah, got to be a patron. It can be the five dollar uh, back yep. pocket. It can be the ten dollar half back flanker. It can yep. be the twenty dollar full back. Now that it. is per month. Like that's what a coffee, two coffees, four coffees. Yep. Or maybe one and a, like two that's and a half. It's a pint a month for the ten dollar one. Or, a pint, yeah, or two a pints a month. Yeah. Yep. I've stopped. I have not. I haven't. I'm not drinking until the start of the season. Mm-hmm. The money that I've saved on pints, I could be like so many fullbacks. <laughs> I could build a team of fullbacks. Yeah. You could do that. There's no. Yeah. There's no rules to say Nothing's that you can't. Stopping me. You could. You could. It would be silly for Put me in a million. I can't win the prize. So yeah, $2,001, which is absolutely huge. Hammer, uh, I'll see you on Monday. Yeah, I'll see you on Monday, and I'll probably stick around and, and see you in like... Let's break yeah, a record. Let's break a record. Yeah, great.